Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, y'all. This is Kathy Brooks. The show is getting ready to get started up in here. Today, we're actually going to record everything that I say. Glory to God. So we're like a couple minutes before nine o'clock. And so I just wanted to say good morning to y'all. Good morning. How you do? What you what to do today? Hey, man, you ready? <laughs> um, did y'all wake up this morning and say, good morning, Lord, uh, what you want to do today? Amen. Give God a kiss by saying, you know, speaking tongues a little bit. Just talk to him. What's up, Lord? I love you. Amen. Just give him a little shout. Amen. You give your buddies a shout. You give your you give your yeah your beloved the one you like a shout. Amen. Give God a shout. Give God a little shout shout. Hey Jesus. Hey, not hey, but you know. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Jehovah. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning to you. How you doing, Lord God? Ask God, you know. <laughs> I will say, did you sleep well? But God don't sleep, so. But he'll watch over us. Amen. Just say, good morning. Woohoo! <laughs> to God be the glory. All right, so... um. We got we got a show for you today. We're gonna open up in prayer, and um, and uh, I'm um, and then we're gonna do um, put on the whole armor of God, and then after that we're gonna talk about church. Like we're gonna talk about church today. Yep, today is Bible study, and today we're gonna talk about church. That's right. We talking about church. About the place we call home. Oh, you know. My pastor's on fire. Ain't that what y'all be saying? My pastor's on fire. You should have heard what he said last week. If they should have heard, then you should have invited him. (laughs) How they gonna hear unless you say something? He that has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Need an invitation. <laughs> All right. Good morning. The show's about to start. Good morning, good morning, good morning. My name is Kathy Brooks, and this is the LUTG Radio Show on LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Glory to God. LUTG Radio stands for Let Us Thank God Radio. So thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord God, for your love, your peace, your grace. Thank you, Lord God, for allowing me into your space. Thank you, Lord God, for my salvation. Thank you, Lord God, for my home in you, the Father and the Son, and you making your home in me, holy fire and living water. My God, who is full on, who is active, who loves me, who thinks on me, oh, Lord God. You think on me and I think on you. I think we think good together. I thank you, Lord God, for you alone are worthy. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, my hope, my Adonai, my Lord God Almighty. Thank you, Lord. I am your hands in this earth. Direct my feet, Lord God, that I may honor you in all my ways. 
Speak through my mouth, O Lord God, that I can say what you say, O Father God, through your revelation and your understanding, remembering your revelation. Lord God, I thank you for evaluating me, O Lord God. That I may always be proof to you, O oh Lord God, that your love stands true continually, always never shrinking back, Father God. Lord, thou art worthy. I thank you, Lord God, that your work shine bright in me, through me, and on me. Thank you, Lord God, for your countenance upon me today. There is no night in you, Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord God. You are never late. You are not bound by time. You are the creator and the way maker. I thank you, Lord God, for creating me for this earth. I thank you, Heavenly Father. I thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, you said pray anything and it'll be given unto, unto us as we pray the Father in the name of Jesus. Pray Jesus in Jesus' name. Father God, in the name of Jesus, my prayer is that as the body of Christ comes forth to realize that we are your hands in the earth, that no sickness shall come upon us. I rebuke every spirit of sickness, every spirit of MS, shaking, multiple sclerosis, every spirit of Legionnaires and any other disease, every muscle attacking disease, every bone blood attacking a disease, every mental disease, all that is spiritual and is from Satan. I bind those spirits of sin and sickness and I speak deliverance and healing to the body of man. Glory to God. All praise and honor and glory be unto the name of the Lord God Almighty. We are, we receive our healing. We receive our strength. We, man, made in God's image. Amen. For we are alive in Christ Jesus. Those that are saved are alive in Christ Jesus. And those that are not are at the mercy of the Lord. Get saved today. That's what we're going to do today. Amen. All right. So we're going to put on the whole armor of God. Here we go. I'm going over to Luke 24, 45. Luke 24, 45. Woo. Luke 24, 45 says, Then he opened their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Then he opened their understanding that they might understand the scripture. Some of y'all that got shaking limbs, your, your limbs just suddenly shake. Your muscles are atrophied. Some of y'all, you've you been into like different worships and things and those demons have been using your muscles and you ain't really been working them. Or you've been sitting or, you know, sometimes you will sit at a desk for 8, 10, 12 hours and your muscles be like, yo, I wish you would do something. Start just get a get like a one pound weight. That's like a bottle of water and just start lifting it. Just start lifting it. If you don't have like bottle water near you, get you like a cup or a book and just start lifting it. It ain't got to be a heavy book, like a little paperback, a little weight. Some with, you know, not a lot, a lot of weight, about a pound 
and just start lifting it from your wrist. Just lift your wrist up and down, up and down, up and down. Do that like 10 times, three times each, and then go from the wrist lifting to the arms. Bend the arms up and down, up and down. Same thing, 10 times. And then straighten the arm out and bend. You know what I'm saying? So gradually work your way up. You ain't got to do all that in in one day because you'll get tired. Um, but you can do it throughout the day, you know, wake up in the morning, do your wrist in the afternoon, bend the arms, you know, towards the evening, go ahead and straighten that arm out and bend it, you know, before you know it. And, and then, then also, uh, stretch those feet out, move those ankles. You know what I'm saying? All right. So that's what I just saw. All right. So we're going to keep it moving, keep it moving, keep it. Keep it moving. All right. You're listening to LUTGRadio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. And we're at Luke 24, 45, which says, Then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. All right. Ephesians chapter 6. I'm in Ephesians chapter 6. We are putting on the whole armor of God. We're putting on the whole armor of God. Y'all ready? You ready? The whole armor of God. The whole armor of God. You ready? The whole armor of God. Now, I ain't going to lie to you. Because the whole armor of God is about standing against the wiles of the devil. See, the enemy is already around you anyway. You just can't see him. Some of y'all can't even hear him. But he always moving trying to make sure you don't achieve the blessed things that God got for you. But we rebuking the devil. We believe in, we, we speak it that I shall achieve the blessed things that God has for me. This is why those people that have those positive mantras or whatnot, or positive sayings, they achieve good things because it's what they decree about themselves. I kid you not. What you say about yourself matters. How you treat you matters. Because how you speak about you, how you treat you, will help you in your life and in your prosperity. But without Jesus, you can have all the money in the world and still go to hell. So, it's better to be saved and rich, and not just rich. Saved and rich. Oh, you got everything. I mean, that you saved and you're rich. Oh my goodness. You got power. You blessed. <laughs> All right. All right. So remember, don't be knocking nobody down. Don't be saying you don't need to be rich. Yeah, they do. You ever try to sleep on concrete with the wind as your blanket? Bruh, that's rough. All right. That's rough. All right. So we over here in Ephesians chapter six, verse 10 through 17. Amen. Now I'm using the King James Version. <clears throat> I got the King James Version up in this piece. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. 
I'm on verse 14. Stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth. Whenever you see the word therefore, let's like pause and hold on. Let me check my drawers and make sure they pulled up all the way. Mm, I'm just checking. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you check and make sure your zip is zipped. And ladies, you check it to make sure, you know, your T-shirt ain't, you know, stained or something. Or the ends of your lapel or your, your, in my case, make sure your skirt is not tucked into your stockings and your booty out. And men ain't saying nothing to you. They just look it. <laughs> so you got to make sure. <laughs> and that's in spirit and in truth. Okay, 14. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking a shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. You got to have everything on every day, all day. Don't take it off. You're like, what's everything? Saved in the name of Jesus. Once you give one, when Jesus, when you receive forgiveness from God, what does he say to you? Go your way and sin no more. Ain't that what he said? Go your way and sin no more. Go your way and sin no more. I'm looking up that verse because I said it yesterday. But it's, uh, I want to say John 8 and 11. Let me look this up real quick. Let me pull it up for you. So God often tells us to go our way and sin no more. Actually, not often. Always. That's the whole point of salvation. When we get saved, when we get forgiven of our sins. He's concerned that if we go back and sin again, we'll get something worse that'll come upon us. He said the same thing to the prostitute. He said the same thing to the to the men that he delivered. He said the same thing to the guy that was at the pool of Bethesda for 38 years. Go your way and sin no more. Then, now, John 8 and 11 is where he was delivering the prostitutes from her accusers, <laughs> who happened to be her Johns. <laughs> oh, one of the Pharisees that knew about it but wasn't really saying nothing. Y'all know that that uh, people just because they wear a, a cloak on their neck, that they ain't all upright. Why? Because you got to choose to be upright. So if one of your Johns is a priest, which I've seen and heard of and know of, grew up with, then what are they doing? They save, but they continue. They went back and seeing some more. I've heard preachers uh, testify. They said, yeah, this man told me he, he lusting after this, after this woman, he has an issue with lust. And he's like, why don't you tell your wife? She'll solve that problem. What did he do? Instead of saying, I rebuke you sin. I don't receive that temptation. He went and entered into the memories and the thoughts of what he used to do before. And then those thoughts got deeper and deeper and deeper. To, he started feeling 
what he used to do before. And the next step was he was going to start doing what he used to do before. And John 8 and 11, he says, she, she said, she said, no man, Lord, because God asked, do you see anybody else accusing you? And Jesus said unto her, neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. He like, don't go pick up no more Johns, girl. What could happen when you pick up a John? You could get killed. You could get killed. And once once the enemy takes your life, you're going to need God to get restored again. You'll need somebody that believe God. Chances are you won't get a third chance. You'll get a second one, but not always a third one. Go your way and sin no more. Verse 18. So, I am so sorry that you got raped being a prostitute. A lot of people don't think that prostitutes can get raped. Yeah, they can. But here's the problem. When a man, when a John rapes a prostitute, he don't think of it as rape. Why? Because he just paid you for sex. This is why Jesus said, said to that prostitute, Go your way and sin no more. Because he knew what was coming. He already knew. Why? Because she was an embarrassment, got caught, and got brought before the whole city. And the whole city, the whole community was ready to stone her, right? They weren't stoning her for her actions. Dead things don't talk. That's why they were willing to stone her. Dead things don't talk. Because you know what was coming next. Was my husband ever with you? Was my man with you? Was my fiance with you? Who was you with? Was you with him on this day, that day, this day? We took the kids to a party, but suddenly he had to go someplace and he was a, he was hours late. Was he with you? Dead things don't talk. Ephesians 6, 18 and 19. Go your way and sin no more. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Verse 24. Grace be with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. Go with me to Numbers chapter 6, verse 24 through 27. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. Amen. Glory to God. Woo. God is good. Go in the book of Psalms. Psalms. Book of Psalms. The book of Psalms. Amen. Amen. Lord God, I thank you. You remind me of everything you want me to say. Psalms 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. I will say of the Lord. He is my refuge and my fortress. God is your refuge and your fortress. Amen. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noise and pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth should be thy shield and buckler. Now, thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. 
A thousand shall fall at thy side and 10,000 at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Move on over to Isaiah 54. Isaiah 54, verse 13 through 17. It says, And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord. And great shall be the peace of thy children. And in righteousness shall thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression. For thou shalt not fear and from terror. For it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I mean, look. I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire. And then bring him forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Amen. Amen. We just put on the whole armor of God on LUTGRadio.com, WKKP, Digital Broadcasting. My name is Kathy Brox, and this is the LUTG Radio Show. Dun, 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 dun. Jesus Christ is Lord. Dun, 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 dun. Jesus Christ is Lord. Don't you know Jesus Christ loves you? He thinks of you every day, every day. Jesus Christ is Lord. Dun 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 na 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 na, uh uh uh. <laughs> amen, amen. Jesus loves you, beloved, and so do I. Amen. Glory to God. I am here for you on the radio. I'm not a pastor, not not. I don't I don't have a title or nothing, nothing, nothing like that. But what I do have is salvation, which gives me the right to say, Jesus is Lord. It gives me the authority to to uh, preach from the Word of God. That means to speak. That means to speak the gospel. Mm, pardon me. And the gospel is the life of God. Is the Word of God, Jesus. It's the salvation of the Lord. It's the testimony of Christ. And the other day, I ran across something. I was not sure if that was a human being or if that was a dead thing. A lot of dead things keep coming up talking to me. I really wish they wouldn't. But, this is so weird. The enemy will try and deceive you at every hand. Now, why am I speaking about this? Because there are many Christians... That are falling away. Some of it's from hurt. And some of it's from pain. 
And all of this by the leading of the enemy. Temptation. I want you to stop falling away from God. You that are saved, you that are, that want to be saved, but you turn away because you're like, ah, my my wife ain't ain't saved, or my 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 boyfriend don't want to be saved, and you decide because of what they doing, and the only way you can keep them is for you to stay in sin, which damns you to hell. Now, uh. When a wife gets saved, that's salvation for the for the husband, for the family. Get on up in there, get saved. Don't let them prayers go to waste. Don't let your grandmas and your mama and them and your daddy and them and your aunties and uncles' prayers go to waste and your prayers. Because this is what you prayed when you were younger. Lord, help me. Some of y'all didn't even know Jesus' name. God of the universe, God that created everything, help me. Lord God Almighty, I know you, you out there somewhere. I'm alive. Help me. Y'all don't think God don't hear those prayers. He hear you. He heard you. You wanted help, but you wasn't quite sure because why? Because you saw all the honeys running up out of the preacher's house. And you know, first you thought, well, maybe he was counseling until one day, you know, wifey, wifey, go to work and the windows was open and you saw bada bing, bada boom, bell ringing time. You're like, what the freak? You're like, man, I guess you can't trust preachers. They just like us. What's the difference? You can trust Jesus. Just because some pastor falls off, whether male or female, that don't mean that you get to follow in their footsteps. Uh-uh-uh. You don't put all your trust in a person. You put all your trust in Jesus. Am I saying that right? Don't put all your trust in man. Because sometimes we'll look at man as our only example of life and salvation. Man going to flub up. They mess up just like you do. Your pastor will mess up just like you do. But you don't get to fall off and say, ah, I ain't going to trust nothing no more because of what the pastor did. He ain't do it to you. You heard. You maybe saw something. And I, I'm so sorry for some of y'all that got accosted at church or accosted by your pastor. He shouldn't have did that. That's another example of being in hell, of following hell, falling off. But still, don't let that keep you from the love of Christ. <laughs> In um in Colossians chapter three, go to verse ten. It says, "And have put on the." Oh, hold on a second. One second. We're gonna go up to verse. Uh, go up to. Go to go to verse one. It says. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Sit your affection on these things, not on things on the earth, for ye are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. You're dead to sin when you're saved. When Christ who is our life shall appear. 
Then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Mortify therefore your members. Keep your penis and your vagina in check. Your hands and your mouth. Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth. Fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence. Concubine, all right. Concupine, you know, ill behavior, all right. Um, I'm I, uh, I was having trouble pronouncing that word, but we're gonna fix that. And covetousness, which is idolatry. It's a concupiscence. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, all that's the idolatry, and it says for things for which things sake the wrath of God cometh to the children of disobedience. I'm gonna say. It tells us that it's idolatry, but it says also strong. It's, it means a strong sexual desire or lust. All right. Concupiscence. Yeah, I said it right. A strong desire or lust. Uh, hold on. Lost my place. No, Here we go. Um, I, lost, no, I ain't losing my place. Here we go. Uh, so we want to uh, we want to say no to that. Say no to sin. This is about standing, standing up against the wiles of the devil. For which things sake, the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. In the which ye also walked some time when ye lived in them. You know, you know, you know what sin look like. You know what sin smell like. Walk away from it. Don't enjoy the flavor. Don't don't let your nose take a hit of the aroma. Don't do it. But now ye also put up all these things. Anger. Ma- wrath. Malice. Blasphemy. Filthy communication of your mouth. Why? What? Well, I'm going to finish this, but this is going to tell us why. Lie not to one another, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds. All right. So verse eight, why don't we want to have filthy communication? Why do we want that coming out of our mouth? Because filthy communication, cuss words and lying and cheating and stealing, all that stuff, it is of sin. It is of the devil. Now, I ain't gonna lie. I told you before. Sometimes I struggle with it and I, I just, I get so, I didn't, I know that I'm being tested. I know that this is the enemy. I know this is temptation coming at me. God delivers me from it. So I ain't going to lie to you saying that I don't sometimes blurt out something. And sometimes it's a long something, but I try not to, I try not to because all day, every day I'm good until one thing hits me. And then I just, so I gotta, I gotta kill that thing. I gotta kill that thing. You feel me? I gotta kill that thing. And so, um, here's the thing. When I see people struggling, I want to help. That's how we all are. We want to help, right? We don't care what color you are. We don't care how fat or skinny you are. 
You see somebody hungry, you see somebody thirsty, they begging for money so they can go get some water. They begging for money so they can get some food or they need some shoes or whatever. You just want to help. That's how, that's how we all are. Why? Because that's the way Jesus is. But when they say things like, you a nigga, pardon me. Are you supposed to get at me because you a nigga? What? Dude, you on the street begging for money and for food. So you not really homeless or nothing. Cause you, but you your signs say you homeless. So he lying to people. That's a, that tells you that's a characteristic of the devil. Because if you can fix your mouth to say, nigga, you supposed to get in me. I'm above you. I'm white. I'm Arab. I'm Muslim, I'm Baha'i, I'm Jewish, I'm this, I'm that. I'm a Christian with a better level. What? Bro, uh-uh. Because when you in need, whatever they are, if they are a Christian, a Muslim, what, no, they are atheists. God will use a heathen, God will use the unsaved to bless you. Now don't go following them. But if God happens to, he will find the one that is closest to you to bless you. So if the person is a Christian and they happen to be white and you black, or they happen to be black and you white, as long as you get a clean bottle of water, don't care what color they are. Don't care what color they are. As long as you get a clean bottle of water. Don't make room for hate and for racism when you the one in need of water. You understand what I'm saying? Don't go breaking crayons because you don't want this black person to use the crayon. And so not only can the black person not use the crayon, but the white kids can't use it either. Crazy. Don't be like that. Y'all know them, the, the, the school don't buy them crayons. Your teacher buys them crayons. And every time you break up those crayons and act like you don't show respect for the stuff that she bought, you don't show respect for her money. And if you don't show respect for her money, she ain't buying nothing no more. He, she, whatever. Whatever color they are, they're they going to stop buying it because you ain't got no respect for their money. They told you already, this is my money that bought that. We're going to take, we're gonna take good, good care of this, all right? Look. Teachers don't make a whole lot of money. So we're going to respect this that, that I'm bringing up in here. Respect your teachers because they do a whole lot for y'all and they don't really get compensation for it. They don't get enough. Being a teacher is like being self-employed. Because they the one that got to buy the engines and the trucks and the tools and the materials to teach you. Because the school is like, bruh. We bought the building. What are you putting on the inside of the building that Jesus bought for you? We got to stop using the cuss words. We got to stop picking up the hate. We got to stop going back to saying, yo, yo, sin, y'all need a place to stay. 
Sin is always always wants a place to stay. You got to be like, no, nah, sin, you can't stay here. Uh-uh. Nope. No, nah, sin, you can't break my crayons. No, nah, anger, you can't break my crayons. No, hate, you can't break my crayons. You can't, th- you can't throw my food in the garbage. Some of y'all will throw food in the garbage. Because the person that handed you the food was a black lunch lady. And so rather than eat the food that is good that everybody else is eating, you throw it in the garbage because she had her hands touched it with gloves on her hands. Or she used a utensil. But because she was black and she handed it to you, you would rather go hungry the whole day rather than eat. Are you out of your mind? Her hands were covered. She used a utensil. I'm going to tell you this, and some of y'all ain't going to like this, but I used to work in the restaurant industry. And sometimes people work long hours. And then sometimes some people don't care. Not everybody has good hygiene. I'm going to be honest with you. Not everybody has good hygiene. After about the 10th hour of working, they just like everybody else. They tied. They may scratch their balls. They may scratch their booty. They may scratch their head and then go touch your food with no hands, with no covering on their hands. When you see somebody trying to show you some respect, accept the respect, accept the honor. Stop hating on them. All right. That's for some of y'all out there. Look, let's keep on going. This might be a long one today. Lie not one to another, seeing that ye put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man with a renewed with uh, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. I'm on verse 11 in Colossians three. All right. Where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond nor free, but Christ is all in all. Glory to God. Christ is the shalom. Christ is the peace. Christ is everything that you need. You don't need to go outside of him. You don't need to go outside of him. A Scythian, um, also called a Sake, is a member of a nomadic people um, known as Iranians. So, check this out. Uh, and those were supposedly have migrated to southern Russia and Ukraine in the 8th and 7th century. Check this out. Yo, Ukraine, Russia, Jesus talking to y'all, Iran. He didn't forget y'all just like he didn't forget us. He ain't forget y'all. Didn't forget not one of you. So I got a question for you. Why hating? Why y'all hating? Why you, why you trying to kill each other? You think, 
When God said to die to self, to sin, he, he meant die to sin, not go and kill each other. Kill each other for oil, kill each other for land. I'm talking to Americans too. Kill each other for sneakers. For jackets. The other day, I was on a bus and this demon spirit came up on me and he goes, I'm going to kill you. I'm like, I'm ignoring it. I'm like, kill you. What kind of kill you? What kind of kill you is he talking about? I don't know what kind of kill you is he talking about. But when it comes to a demon, when he says, when he says, I'm going to kill you, he don't really mean that I'm going to take your life, blood, your flesh. What he means is I'm going to turn you away from Christ. That is death to the Lord. He means I'm going to make you turn from Jesus. Well, here's the thing. I'm sold out for the Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord over me. Some of y'all like, well, you cussed. Then you just turn away from God. No, I was led into temptation. I'm going to tell you why I was led into temptation and I should have resisted it. Somebody was accusing me of doing something that I didn't do. They were listening to some trash that somebody else had said. Somebody else had said. And a lot of times they speak to me through the spirit, knowing that I can hear them. I can hear them. And I'm like, why y'all keep talking? You know, I can hear you. You know, I can hear you. Why you? And then sometimes they'll come at me. I'm at the grocery store and they'll say all kinds of trash. And they'll be like, don't be looking at my kids. Look at your kids. I didn't even know they were there. You little snot nose. You. <laughs> Don't be started pointing out your kids to me because I'm a comedian. I grew up with a bunch of boys that all they did was make a joke out of everything. Females that can tell a joke and cut you from the top to the bottom with a straight face. So when y'all come at me and y'all start accusing me of stuff, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Hold on. I'm being attacked. Now I could either love them like Jesus or I could cut them. Like I used to do. <laughs> so in that moment, I have to make a decision. I have to make a decision. Am I going to cut them the way they should, the way, you know, old school Kathy would cut? Or am I going to love them like Jesus? Now, because oftentimes, you know, because the pe- pe- people will, people will see stuff around you and they think that it's you. And so, I'm aware that there's often demon spirits around me all the time. I'm aware of it. I'm not participating in it. Understand this. These demon spirits are trying to get me to turn from Jesus. Why? Because evidently I was supposed to be a great sinner. I can tell you this now. I was not good at sin. I was not good. I was not good at lying. I was not good at cheating. I went and told on myself every time. I stole 50 cents on my mother's purse being tempted by somebody else who was tempted by the enemy. And I went and tricked on myself bawling and crying. I tricked on myself. My friends told me to steal some, some candle wax from a store because it's fun to play with. I did it. And I got so convicted. I went and told on myself and put it back in. And, and, and I was like, see, I'm going to put it back in. I'm going to make it better. And I'm crying. He's like, look at the candle. Can I sell it like that? I'm like, no, sir. He's like, don't do that no more. I forgive you. Don't do it no more. Thank you. 
I trick on myself. I was not a good sinner. I have no idea why they want me, why the enemy wants me to be a sinner other than he just loved misery and he wants company. But I'm sticking with Jesus. I keep saying that I'm sticking with Jesus. So the other day I'm in the store and I, I hear this. I start hearing. I'm like, man. So what do I do? Because I love kids. I think kids are the blessing, the best blessing you could ever have. They are a blessing. They are on loan to you for about 18 to 21 years. God will loan them to you to raise them up under the admonition of him. The understanding of who he is. Get them saved. That's your job. Your job is to get them saved and to raise them up in the knowledge of God. So they can be God's hands in the earth. The next generation of God's hands. So what do I do? I see the young men. I know that these demon spirits are around and these demon spirits are talking trash to them. Talking trash to their mama, talking trash to the kids. The kids see demons, they see them. But check this out. They also see the angels of God. And they know that there are more angels with us than demons against us. There's always, whenever there's a bunch of demons around, there's twice as many angels from God. Know that. I know it. They don't always show themselves. But God's angels are there. You can say, Lord God, reveal to me. Show me that there's more angels with me than against me. Elijah did that for Elijah. So that being said, what do I do? I start treating them with the respect that they should have. Because the, cause the enemy is trying to tell them. You supposed to be hurt. You supposed to be accosted. Oh, no, they are kings. These young boys are kings. They are not a nigger. They are not a dog. They are not somebody's whore. And they are not a concubine. They are kings. They are kings. They are to be prosperous. They are to hold their heads up high. They are the heads and not the tails. They are above and not beneath. They are going forward and not backwards. So what do I do? I say, pardon me, gentlemen. I need to get past. They say, gentlemen, that's right. Because who calls little boys gentlemen? Excuse me, sirs. Pardon me, gentlemen. I would just like to get past. And the little kid that was in the basket, he goes, oh, well, thank you. (laughs) And the big one goes, thank you. No problem. Thank you. (laughs) So when I said that, What shut off in those kids? I am a king. I am a gentleman. Christ, Jesus Christ is a gentleman. What shut off in them was the identity of Christ. That's what shut off in them. When you treat kids like they are an actual person, the identity of Christ will shoot off in them and they'll be like, yes, I can do greater. I can hold up. I can stand up tall and hold my head up high. I can do greater. I can do greater. This is why I keep telling y'all, don't be, don't be touching them by the spirit. Don't touch them by the spirit. Don't do it. And don't do it in the flesh either. I worked at a grocery store and these men would come in and they will run around the store and they would be touching the little girls in the spirit and they would have the little boys touching the adult women in the spirit inappropriately. Those are demonic spirits that you're putting on them. 
And the men will say, well, you know, this is to give us power. No, what they're really doing is this. They're, op- they're opening up a doorway to those children and they're storing demons. And later on, they go back and they get that demon for whatever power they think that demon holds so they, they can do something with it. Check this out. The only spirit you need is the spirit of God that is on the inside of you, the Holy Spirit. When you get forgiven of your sins, you, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. When you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, that is the mind of Christ. It will come upon you. God created everything in this earth. Check this out. God, who is the sovereign Lord, the one and only the great I am, who is the creator, not the creation, not a creation, but the creator. He created everything, right? So if God created everything. And he says, let this mind that is in Christ Jesus be in you also. I'm going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and send you the comforter that will lead you in the way to go. He ain't going to talk about himself, but it's going to be all about you and all about what God got for you. You see that in John 16, 13. It's all about what God got for you. It's all about how God want to use you. This, This is what it is. This is what it is. If God love you so much that he thinking about how can I bless them? I know I'm going to have them to think like me. I'm going to have them to think like my son. Right? Then you don't need no demons. If you got the mind of Christ, you don't need no demons leading you or guiding you. The Holy Spirit leads and guides you. And John 16 and 13, it says, how be it when he, the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear that shall he speak and he will show you things to come. That's a prophecy, bro. A lot of y'all be using demons so you can try and see into the future. You don't need no demons. You got the whole, if you got the Holy Spirit, that's everything. There's only one person that knows absolutely everything. That's the one that created everything. He knows your ins and your outs, your left, your right, your north, your south. He knows everything. Every possibility of every choice you could ever make or will ever make, including the bad ones. Good and bad. He know it all. Why would you go to somebody else that was a creation and telling you, if you take on all these sins, then I'll give you, I'll give you wisdom. I'll give you futuristic things. You know how the devil gets futuristic things? He goes and he listens to different people. He will go and try and go into the future and listen to different people. He will even torment and bother and pester Christians. He will even go and sit in the church and try and listen to the explanations because he don't have revelation. And listen to the explanations that the pastor is given or other people are given. He ain't got no wisdom. He ain't got no revelation. But it sure does seem like he, he got something, don't it? He goes, Rawr! and y'all like, eh. uh-uh. For God has not given you a spirit of fear, 
but of power and of love and of a sound mind. That's 2 Timothy 1 and 7. Let's get back over to Colossians. Verse 12, it says, um, verse 11 was, where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, which is Iranian, Russian, and uh, what else did I say? Uh, uh, it is, oh, nomadics. A member of nomadic uh, uh, people, which uh, came out of an eighth and ninth century, um, out of Central Asia, from Central Asia uh, to Southern Russia and Ukraine. All right, so, young brothers and sisters. <laughs> anyway, um, bond nor free, but Christ is all in all. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long suffering, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, you also do ye. So also you do ye. Verse 14, and above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness, of perfectness, which is the bond of perfectness. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also ye are called in one body and be ye thankful let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Amen. Jesus, Jesus Christ is Lord. God loves you and he wants the best from, for you. And he wants the best from you. Don't. Turn away from God. I don't care what temptation it is. And I'm going to tell you this. This is one lady that came to church and she was going to church. And she came to church. She says, she came to the front. She says, hey, I need your help. I need your help. And we're like, what is it? She says, I keep seeing these images uh, of, uh, I keep getting tempted of, 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 of having sex, you know, with Ill, Ill appropriate sex. And she was talking about, she was having images of sex with children. That wasn't her. Because we was like, did you ever have that thought before? She goes, no. Did you, did you ever do that before? She goes, no, I don't like that. I don't, I'm not into that. I don't do that. And they says, well, that's a demon. You have never thought about having sex outside of your marriage. You have never thought about having sex with a child. You have never even, you don't even let kids touch you inappropriately you don't touch them inappropriately you treat them as kings as as queens you treat them as as a blessing the way god would and so suddenly you're getting these images in your head those are temptations from the enemy and some of y'all get these images especially you grown men you get these images of your wife as she was a little teenager you know yeah she never was a cheerleader before, but suddenly in your mind, you're seeing cheerleaders 
But suddenly, every, every now and then, your white face appear on the face of a cheerleader. Those are little temptations. Little temptations. Cast them down. Now, ain't nothing wrong with you saying my wife can be a cheerleader. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But your wife ain't never been no cheerleader. But suddenly, you start now, and if you notice yourself, you have a dream. And then you notice yourself looking at teenagers that are cheerleaders. And you're like, oh, my goodness. If I was younger. No. Not if you were younger. Those imaginations trying to root set up. They're trying to plant themselves in you. Did we pray for the lady? Yeah, we prayed for the lady. Because we knew that those were temptations trying to root itself in her. She ain't never done that. She ain't never thought of it. She didn't want that trash. Those are trash images from the enemy. Trash images. She did the right thing. She embarrassed herself to come and ask for help. She embarrassed herself. She said, I need you to help me. These are not my thoughts. I don't even know where they're coming. She didn't know. She didn't know. She didn't know she needed prayer. Pastor prayed for her. She's good to go. She, she didn't know that she needed to cast down those imaginations. She needed to say no, even when it comes to some grown man saying, yo, girl, what's up? What's up? And you be like, I'm married. Oh, that's okay. You know, what your husband don't know don't matter. No, you got to say, whore of Babylon, get out my face. Because what he know, what he don't know is what I know. And what I know, he going to know. It does matter. I'm not going to cheat on him. Not with my eyes, not with my ears, not with my mouth. Not with my loins, not with my heart. You marry, when you marry that man, you married to that man. Your body is his and his is yours. You don't let nobody, you don't let nobody touch what belongs to him. You don't let no woman come up on you. And some of you guys be like, oh, you know, I'm into boys and girls, men and women. No, you're not. That's a spirit of perversion. If you married that woman, then you stay faithful. There ain't no, I just wanted to try it. No, bruh. That's sin. That's temptation. And for you guys that went over into that, get up out of it. Because y'all think, oh, well, I'm comfortable this way. <laughs> you a frog in warm water. You a frog in warm water and your wife deserves better. Salvation. Is for everybody. And we all get the right to life. Glory to God. Hold on a second. I got to pull up another thing. Glory to God. We were right back. Man, y'all listening to LUTGRadio.com. WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Glory to God. Amen, amen. I'm in Matthew chapter 16, verse 18. It says... And I also say unto thee that thou art Peter and upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell should not prevail against it. Some of y'all like, how come you didn't pray for us that are dealing with these temptations? I'm telling you what to do now. Listen. And I say unto thee, thou art Peter and upon. 
upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. What I said at the beginning, stand against the wiles of the devil, say no to sin. So how do you pray for somebody that's dealing with that? The Lord's prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you, Lord God, through the shed blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Lord God, your word says that you lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord God, we were we did we renounce and denounce every spirit, every sexual sin, every spirit of sin, every spirit of perversion. And we we receive deliverance to our souls. See, that's what those imaginations are going to. To your soul, your imagination, your consciousness. Trying to set root in you. So that it can open a door to the windows to your soul. It's trying to open up a door, a permanent door that keeps that'll swing back and forth. Then any and everything in. Nope. It's trying to open up a door to your ears. So the moment you hear, ah, your mind goes straight to sex. The moment you hear, ouch, your mind goes straight to sex. The moment you smell a certain scent, your mind goes straight to sex. It could be strawberries. It could be chocolate. It could be any number of things. It could be baby powder, deodorant. It could be lotion. It could be some cologne. Your mind is to be sound always. Always stayed in God. Your thoughts always stayed in God. Why? That you may live in Christ and not die to sin, not die in sin. You want to die to sin, meaning say no to sin. Don't go your way and sin no more. When you die in sin, you die away from God. You die and you go to hell. Sin will become so heavy upon you that you can't lift it off. What do you, how do you lift off sin? You decree a thing. You speak over your life. You receive forgiveness of your sins. You believe God and hold tight to the word, knowing that God will provide for you. God will deliver you. Remember, the gates of hell should not prevail against the church. Stop leaving God. Let's say, for example, some of y'all got a husband that be whooping that tail every day. Why are you opening up that door to him? Like, what? Is it something I'm saying? Is it is he right? I'm saying something to get him excited? No, nah, girl. You can say good morning and he'll hit you. It ain't what you're saying. That's all him. But then again, it is what you're saying. You're like, what? What do you mean? What I mean is, have you told God what he did? See, you belong to Christ. You are saved in the name of Jesus. And you folks that are not saved. That man didn't make you. God made you. You still have rights. Even though you aren't saved. But your rights get even better when you get saved. This is the righteousness of Christ. For the, for the woman that is saved or for the man that is saved, whichever person is saved, they get their butt kicked, right? You can say, Father God, in the name of Jesus, my spouse hit me again or my spouse just hit me. I don't like it. They hurt me. They hit me. They they said some things that hurt my feelings. I don't like it. Because oftentimes before you get a slap, you get a slap with a word. They'll slap you the word and see how it lands. See if you'll accept it. 
Because if you'll accept the bad words, then you'll accept the hits and the punches. And I kid you not, some of them get off sexually on punching you. You ain't even participating in this SMM, but they're going to make you a part of it. And some of them tell you that if they choke you out, it makes them get an orgasm faster or better by choking you out. That's Satanism. Now they got you participating in this S&M and this sexual and sex and masturbation trash. When God made sex and sex is supposed to be good and sex is supposed to be a part of marriage. It's one of the benefits of marriage. And they done perverted it. They brought their sin into a covenant holy thing. You also got to stand against the wiles of the devil and say no. Say no. Sex is between a male and a female in a covenant of marriage. Some of y'all are like, well, Kathy, wait a minute, wait a minute. What about homosexuals? You ain't supposed to be married. Homosexuality is, is a per, spirit of perversion. Y'all already know this. It's in the Bible. I already said this. I ain't hating on you. I'm just telling you the truth. You already know this. I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you at all. I'm not upset with you. The truth will always stand. It is what it is and it can't be no different. That's the absolute truth. Marriage is between a male and a female. Because the same sex cannot make a baby. All right. The covenant is male and female. That's the covenant. But here's this. Let's say, for example, your spouse is kicking that butt. Or your fiance is kicking that butt, giving you a a preliminary uh, of what your life going to be with them. You need to give them a preliminary by going to the father. Father God, in the name of Jesus, uh, so-and-so hit me. So-and-so said this to me, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, deliver me from this evil father. God's going to ask you, did you forgive him? I want you to forgive him. Go ahead. Forgive them. Say, Father God, I forgive them for hurting me. God's like, thank you. The forgiveness is for you. It's not for them. Why? Because then you you open up the ability for God to move on your behalf 100%. But if you say things like, I wish she was dead. God's going to be like, no, I can't honor that. Why? Because even that thing that is so awful to you gets an opportunity for salvation. But if you forgive them and ask God to, for justice, making them stop hurting you, God will make that person stop hurting you and he'll heal you. You get what I'm saying? He did the same thing for this lady. Six months into a marriage, this dude was whopping on her. Tell you this. Before they got married, he was already whopping on her with the words that he was saying, with the way that he was treating her. But she didn't recognize the sign. She thought, oh, you know, that's just me and me and are rough. No, men are not rough. They rough when you let them be rough. They're the way when you that way when you let them be right, be that way. You got to stand up because you didn't tell him who your identity was. You got to let him know what's your identity. I am a child of the most high God and I am to be treated as such. You can't love me the way Jesus loves me, the way Jesus loves the church. Push the freak on. Push. Get out. Not interested. Bye. Don't come back. You get what I'm saying? 
Matthew 18, 16 through 18 says, and you're listening to LUTGradio.com, WKKP, Digital Broadcasting. But if he will not hear thee, then take with thee one or two or more, um, one or two more, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word be established. And if ye shall neglect to hear them, tell it unto the church. But if he neglect to hear the church, let him be unto thee as an heathen man and a publican. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. This here is also an option. You can tell the church what is going on. If somebody is, if somebody, you know, your spouse is not being right, go to the past and the past will have the men's group. Come talk to the men or have the women's group. Come talk to the women, ask them, what can we do to help you? You know, we need to, we need prayer. We need to pray for you. Show you your tools that you can use to control your anger. So you don't take it out on your spouse. I like directness. I mean, we can do it this way because God's saying, you know, do it. This, this is the way we can do it. I would say, pray to God for deliverance and do this. Why? Because it'll help the pastor when the pastor gets in, get, when God starts talking to him about this subject, the pastor be like, okay. Because oftentimes the pastor be like, Lord God, I don't really want to get in nobody's marriage. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure about that God. Should, should we really talk to them, God, about their marriage? You know, men don't like other men in their house. God is like, that's, that's my house. He beating on my child. I want you to go tell him. And don't you dare shrink back. And sometimes God will go straight to that spouse and tell him. If you touch her again. You will never wake up. He told one man, you touch her again, I'll kill you. What he really, well, he said, you're going to hell. That's the same thing as I'll kill you. He said, you touch her again, you're going to hell. He really meant that. You touch her again, you're going to hell. And he showed him hell. This dude was so scared, he woke his wife up. And he apologized. Never hit her again. stuff God will move on your behalf don't give up on God don't give up your salvation because you scared things don't things ain't going exactly the way you want it to don't give up on God go with me one more Acts chapter 5 verse 1 through 12 says but a certain man named Ananias and Sapphira his wife sold a possession and kept back part of the price his wife also being privy to it and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. They didn't bring the whole tithe, y'all. But Peter said, Ananias, why have Satan filled thine heart to lie to the Holy Ghost and to keep back part of the price of the land? Whilst it remaineth, whilst it remained, was it not thine own? And after it was sold, was it not thine own power? And why hast thou conceived this thing in thine heart? 
Thou has not lied unto men, but unto God. And Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and gave up the ghost. And great fear came on all them that heard these things. And the young men arose and wound him up and carried him out and buried him. And it was about uh, the space of three hours after when his wife, not knowing what was done, came in. And Peter said unto her, tell me whether you sold the land for so much. And she said, yea, for so much. Then Peter said unto her, how is it that ye have agreed together to tempt the spirit of the Lord? Behold, the feet of them which have buried thy husband at the door shall carry thee out. Then fell she down straightway at his feet and yielded up the ghost. And the young men came in and found her dead and carrying her forth, buried her by her husband. And great fear came upon all the church and upon many as heard these things. And by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among people. And they were all with one accord in Solomon's port. The easiest way to say this is stop lying to God. Some of y'all be like, well, the, that, that, that money was his to do with whatever he want. But he told God that he was going to bless the church and that he was going to give a tenth of his earnings. He told God that he agreed to that. And then he lied to God rather than say, okay, God, make me, make sure I get a harvest. Adam and Eve failed together and died separate. They, they fell from sin. I mean, they fell from grace into sin. These two, they they were husband and wife. If they were hiding money from God, I bet you they were hiding money from one another. They were lying because when you lie to God, you lie to yourself and you lie to your spouse. You lie to your loved ones. It would, like I said, it would have been better to say, look, Lord, I want to harvest on this. Show me how to get a harvest. If you, if you tell God that you're going to do something and you change your mind, just tell him, I changed my mind. I'm not joking. It is better to be truthful with God than to start lying to him. It is better to be truthful to God than to start lying to him. Because when, you, when you're truthful, you get an opportunity to ask him questions. You get an opportunity to hear him. Don't go lying to him. Like some of y'all, some of y'all instead of tithing on the gross, you're tithed on the net. You're like, well, this is what I got left. No, it's the gross. It's before the taxes are taken out. Because when you want God to bless you, you're not saying, okay, Lord God, uh, only give me a child that only got legs. No head, just legs. What you going to do with that? You ask God for a whole child. A complete child. When you want your wife to fix, when you want your spouse to fix you breakfast or dinner, you don't just want a plate with no food on it. You want a plate with food on it. When you go to a restaurant and you pay them $300 for some food, you don't want a, a little sprig from a tree with no with no leaves. No, I mean, you want spinach, right? 
But instead of bringing you the leaves of the spinach, they bring you the branch. $300 for a branch? I could have got a branch off my tree in the backyard. Trust God with your heart and with your life. If you tell God you're going to do something, then go do it. If you're having trouble achieving that thing, say something to him. Let him know. If you're having trouble paying your tithes, let's say, for example, you make $400 a week. That's $1,200 a month. Your rent is $900. But your take-home check is only $1,000. That means if your rent is $900, that means you only got $100, which is about $25 a week. You need to eat. You need to pay utilities. You need clothes. You need to save money. You need to talk to God. And wisdom will say, don't go get an apartment for $900 if your pays is only $1,200 or $1,000 take home. But you still need, you st- even, if, even with lower rent, you still need to talk to God. Look, Lord God, I know you want the tithe. Help me to help. If I, if I, if I give you this tithe, then I need that harvest. The harvest cannot be delayed. This is what I'm struggling with. I'm believing you for this Lord God. Cause remember I told you God will use people to bless people. But when you delay your blessing, don't the other person that's supposed to be blessed. Don't get their blessing. Why? Cause you holding back. When God told you to bless. He asked you to bless. You holding back the blessing. I don't like her. She don't look right. She don't pray for three, four hours a day. Nah, that ain't good ground. I knew a man that prayed for hours on end and sinned every day. With both male and female. And yet because people, people would see, would know that he would pray. He had an aura of prayer on him, a spirit of religion. They thought, oh, that was good ground. I'm not judging him. This is just how it is. Because sometimes people know the church lingo. And folks get that, get they, they, it catches their ear. They go, oh, that's good ground. No. Check their heart. Are they with God? Are they loving God with all their heart, mind, soul, and strength? Loving their neighbor as they love themselves. Loving their brothers and sisters in Christ as Jesus loves the church. If they're sleeping with the whole church, no. If they're going outside of their marriage, no. They don't love you the way Jesus loved the church. If they're using their church as a cesspool, no. They don't love the church. They need to repent. He repented. I'm asking you. To give your heart to God. To say yes to the Lord and no to sin. Talk to God. Tell him what's going on. Receive your salvation. I told you this might go a little bit long. You alright though. It's only 20 minutes over. And we right, right now we're ready to say. Lord God I repent. I want to be forgiven. John three sixteen and 17 says. For God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. If you want to be forgiven of your sins, 
Say this prayer confession with me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was from this day forward, Lord Jesus. I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name, Lord Jesus. I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead, that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in this earth and the salt that gives it flavor. And from this day forward, I will live for you, Jehovah God, in the name of Jesus. And share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet and everyone I know. It's commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus with the evidence of speaking in tongues and interpreting tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Amen. Congratulations. You just got saved, beloved. Amen. Jesus loves you and so do I. Congratulations. Hallelujah. What do you do now? You continue to take authority over your life. You are the righteousness of Christ. Learn about Jesus. Take the 10-week foundation course that I got. It's scriptures. It tells you about Christ and who you are in him. And you can start taking authority over your life right now. Father God, say this. If you got any sickness, hopefully you complete, you already, you healthy, completely healthy. Amen. Glory to God. But if you know of somebody else that is not healthy, I mean, yeah, that is not healthy. Then you can pray for them. If you have issues in your body, you can pray for your pray for yourself and be healed. What you do is you say, I rebuke sickness. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke sickness in my body or wherever it is. And I receive healing to my body wherever it is. Because you're rebuking the demon because Jesus took 39 lashes uh, on his back and which represents every category of disease that would ever be. Uh, that would ever be in this earth. And those are demonic spirits. Jesus took the punishment for it. All right. Uh, Take the 10 week foundation course. um, Read the book of John. Start off by read your Bible every day by starting off with the book of John. And then I pray that God will give you a Bible based church uh, that uh, teaches from the Bible and spirit and in truth. Uh, Give you a church to go to that you can continue to grow. And, um, Glory to God. Jesus loves you, beloved. Amen. But remember, you are a new. Therefore, if any man be in second, second Corinthians 5, 17 says, therefore, if any man be in Christ Jesus, let me pull this up because I was doing it by memory. I want to make sure I don't miss a word. So it's second. Go with me to second Corinthians and then we're going to get on up out of here. Uh Oh, second. Oh, no. Hold on a second. Okay. All right. Um, one second. Uh, second Corinthians. Oh. 
put them on this thing. You know, your fingers get misplaced and you... It's Second Corinthians uh, 5.17. <laughs> All right. So it says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. You are a new creature. You are a new thing. Even if the enemy comes to accuse you, you've been forgiven already. So every accusation that the enemy will try and throw at you, it will not adhere. So don't accept it. Don't go get no scotch tape. Don't scotch tape. Your, don't use your mouth to scotch tape accusations and sins upon you. Because God is like, hold on. I done already wet you down. I already cleaned you off. Any any accusation that comes at you will slide off of you. Like rain slides off. Whoosh, slides right off. You're like, well, sometimes rain dries on places. It'll dry, but it won't it won't adhere. It won't plant. See, but with God, the sins don't dry on you. Because anything that dries off can be wiped off. Anything that dries on that dries on a material can be wiped off, can be scraped off. God has already washed you clean. So don't go find scotch. I mean use scotch tape because that is a brand name. Don't go find no tape. And started hearing sins and things that you have been forgiven of to your soul. Don't do it. Not to your soul, not to your body. Stop calling yourself ugly. You ain't ugly. Stop calling yourself a sinner. You ain't no sinner. You have the redeemed of Christ. Stop calling yourself a bad man. You ain't no bad man. You're the redeemed of Christ. You're the head and not the tail, above, not beneath, going forward and not backwards. Deuteronomy 28. God loves you and he wants the very best for you. All right? All right. My name is Kathy Brox. This is the LUTG Radio Show. Consider becoming a sponsor of LUTG Radio. You can do that at any amount. Um, I'm doing some changes with uh, LUTG Radio uh, website well, with switching over and whatnot and trying to get it done. And so if you go to the website and it blinks out on you and whatnot, that's all right. You can still come. You can reach me at lutgradio at gmail.com. lutgradio at gmail.com. Um, and you can uh, give through PayPal, which is uh, paypal.me uh, forward slash lutgradio. All right. So uh, we're working on that and getting some things done. And we ain't giving up on God. Right. That's right. No matter what, you don't give up on God. All right. All right. This is Kathy Brox for LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting, the LUTG Radio Show. God bless you. Peace, love, happiness, joy. Remember, uh, the continence of the Lord is upon you. Amen. All, always, always, always. Number 6, 24 through 27, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Amen. Now go forth and tell somebody so that you can put the, uh, and they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. Glory to God. Amen. Peace out, y'all. See ya. God bless. Amen. 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 Amen.